0: So, what's the truth? That it is. That if you just do the thing that they tell you you can't, then it's done. And you realize it is that simple. That it always was. Oh, man! That's how we're kicking this off. The end of Bleed for This, man. Dude, how how amazing. How amazing are some movies. Miles Teller's a beast too. But that final scene, if you if you haven't seen Bleed for This, that final scene, and then that leads in to uh that Willis Earl Beale, Too Dry to Cry, man. The the ladies interviewing him at the end, Vinny Paz, the boxer. She's like, What's what's the biggest lie you were ever told? And uh and he's and he's just like um that it's not that simple. She's like, What what do you mean it's not that simple? And he said, No, that's the biggest lie I was ever told. Because if you just do the things that everybody says you can't do, you come to realize that it is that simple. But that movie's awesome. If you haven't seen that movie, it's amazing. Miles Teller, like I said, Beast bleed for this. Awesome movie. And then uh if you haven't seen Whiplash, Whiplash the final scene in Whiplash might be, maybe unpopular opinion here, but maybe the greatest movie scene ever. The like what leads up to it, absolutely incredible. So, um, Whiplash and Bleed for this, two two amazing movies. And that music, that that too dry to cry. If you ever see me in the gym and I have headphones on, that's bro, that's that's what I'm listening to. Like I'm I, I I listen to the I walk in the gym. Okay, ready. It's it's 4:55 a.m. I'm sitting outside of the gym, uh, waiting for them to open the doors. Guy comes, he opens the gym a couple minutes early. I throw on the headphones. I'm walking through the gym, and then this is just playing. I'm like, I'm, I'm looking through the gym, like, man, I'm gonna lift all of the weights today. And then, but then, but then the craziest, the craziest thing is that I can be the first person in the gym. Uh, I know I'm the first person in the gym. I have this music playing, right? I'm real. I'm locked in. I'm focused. And then there's always this one lady. She's like 85, and she's already on the treadmill. She has two miles in, and she's she's going to town. She kind of like she looks at me like you're late. I'm like, how did you get in here? I was the first one in here, and you already logged two miles. This makes this makes no sense, right? But we also we like give each other that head nod, we have that sign of respect, and then it's back to. That's it, man. That's it. That's it. I, I feel like uh, music now. I don't listen to a lot of music, um, just because the words are awful. Like if you think about it, it's like that that whole thing that comes back to you become what you study. Um, you can't think of studying, or I don't think of studying just as in um, just just like a, in the classic sense of like cramming for a test or anything like that. It's like whatever we take in at all is 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 like is learning, right? So. It's like that idea of like uh Naval had a quote, you know, he said, "You know how your you know how that that song you hear gets stuck in your head over and over and over again?" He's like, "Be careful because that's how everything works." So, some music, man. I I, I go instrumentals. I, I go a lot of instra instrumental type stuff. So, hey man, found out I'm 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 a certified weirdo, but that's all right. So, um I hope everybody's doing well. It is a uh it's a snowy, it's a snowy Wednesday here in New Jersey. Well not yet, but they said it's gonna snow eighteen inches, so you know what that means. Probably point three inches. Um so we'll see, we'll see what happens with that. Um Yeah, I you know, I I get so much positive feedback from this podcast that I feel like I, I need to do it more. And I mean, obviously the reach isn't anywhere close to like what I have on on some other uh, social platforms, but it's like, I guess in this long form context, it's a little bit different. We can, I can kind of get out, get out ideas even, even more so. So uh, I, what I wanted to kind of get into today, um, was this, this idea of, of, of constantly expanding our ability. Let me, let me turn that off. Constantly expanding our ability to express, uh, a teaching point, or what we're feeling, and I—I I was recommended a podcast by a friend. It was the—it was the—the the, uh, interview one, Jim Collins and Tim Ferriss. If you don't know who Jim Collins is. Jim Collins wrote uh, *Built to Last*, *Good to Great*. Uh, the most recent book I read of his was the monograph of uh, *Turning the Flywheel*, which is the monograph of uh, *Good to Great*. But he, like, really, really interesting guy, but. In it, they, they dropped a few quotes, and I love quotes. I, I love them. I think quotes are so, quotes are so awesome to me because they can, they can hold so much value in just a few words, which, which goes to that whole idea of, you know, simplicity is the greatest sophistication. It's, it's, it's just crazy, but they, they, they were talking about language, and there's so many good language quotes out there. Like, so so like there, there's a few language quotes out there in terms of, you know, when you know the words that make up the world, Or when you know the words that make up the world, you can do with it. When you know the words that make up the world, you can do with the world whatever you wish. Wow, that was tough. Um, So there's that phenomenal. Language is like crude rhythms played on a cracked kettle for bears to dance to when we long to make music that'll melt the stars. Another great, great quote that kind of speaks to. There's not always words for the ultimate experiments or or ultimate experience or optimal experience, right? Um, But in this, in this, in this particular interview. Jim Collins dropped two phenomenal quotes. One being by Mark Twain. He said, "The difference between almost the right word and the right word is like the difference between a lightning bug and a lightning bolt." And for me, as a teacher, like hearing that, it couldn't it couldn't resonate more because, man, like. I, Every kid, every player, every coach we all everybody learns different. they take to terms differently right and and the the different like that difference of just one word, one word could be the thing that makes something click for a player and that's why it's so important to constantly expanding our our way of communication and and how we you know how we interact and it's just it's just it's so so good. The other quote, which i can 't remember who who said it at this point was uh, the limit of our language is the limit of our world, right? And that kind of goes back to the world is made up of words, and we know the words that make up the world. We can do with it whatever we wish. It's kind of one and the same. But another way to say that, hey, those are two different quotes, um, basically saying the same thing, but both just as powerful. And the reason I even wanted to, to, to get into this was because I've built some of the coolest relationships with people... Inside of this this subscription service, and it's almost to the point like, hey, am I paying for friends, right? But but the cool thing is that we're it's attracting like-minded people in a way that we just want to learn, and I learn more from a lot of my clients. I don't want to say I learn more than they more from them than they learn from me, but let's say let's call it a fifty-fifty split, right? Let's call it a fifty-fifty split because if I say I learn more, then you know people are going to leave. But but you you really do. Like I learned so much from other people and you start to see that there's this this symmetry in different professions and how we approach things and how we can implement things and that's when it gets it gets so cool to me. So I I have I've talked about it in the past that like the the whole idea of beef, right? And my my thing with with beef that was always the problem for me was that it was just, it was just a moment in time that we were teaching. We were teaching these, these, these like still shots basically of shooting. And I've I've been looking for a way to get out how I really feel about it and, and how we need to change it. Um, but I couldn't find the right words for it. Like I couldn't, I couldn't wrap my mind around how do, I, how do I express this in a way that, like, everybody will understand. So now I'm having a conversation uh, within the subscription with, my, with one of my buddies, John Boyle, out from the UK. What's up, to John, if you're listening to this, brother? And uh, we're, we're talking about, like, you know, the magic isn't in, you know, getting to these positions. The magic is learning to, to move through them, right? To, to move through them to your advantage because that's the only way we're going to be able to create what we're looking to create, and he came with the words he was like oh so we have our focal points but the big thing that we're trying to do is we're trying to we're trying to to maintain those transitions through them transitions through focal points and i was i was mind blown man like that it's it seems so simple but it's it's so so true so anybody who is part of what i'm doing or follows what i'm doing knows that you know we have all these concepts and the way that we, we display them so often is just in, in still images. Um, but the, the magic happens in the transition between those focal points. So ball, ball, uh, ball close to body, ball before body, um, you know, all, all this different hand comes under ball, all this different stuff, right? That's all really, really important stuff. But if we can never figure out the transition between those points, right, between those focal points, then it's all for nothing because we're never going to be able to just put it together. And so what John did is that, and it, he, it's so cool, he he uh, he was showing me how they teach design. He teaches design, and, and he was showing me uh, basically, in, in a sense, kind of like a, a, calligra- a calligraphy type of lesson, and the word was hello, but hello was put on the paper in dots, and the, object, the objective was to start at the first dot and then connect the dots to make hello, and then if you connected the dots you'll get this nice cursive hello, right? But if you, if you just connect the dots and each time you move from one dot to the next, pick up the, pe- pick up the pen, move from the next dot, you get a very choppy final word or image, whatever you want, whatever you want to call it, right? The magic and what makes something really work is flowing through those points. And so the example was given of, okay, so we move from from this dot to that dot to that dot. But if we actually are able to keep our pen on the paper and now we flow through the dots, now we're going to get that nice, smooth, traditional-looking cursive handwriting and nothing that comes out kind of blocky or or with edges. And you can take that lesson and transfer that right over to shooting. You can transfer it over to anything, but obviously I'm going to transfer it over to shooting. So if you think of it like the way that the the word was being traced, if you trace it in a way that the pen leaves the paper, you're going to have a very segmented shot. You're going to struggle to find ways to transfer energy to the best of your ability. But if you're able to know those points, know those points like the back of your hand in terms of what you're trying to do, visualize those points, but then visualize yourself just moving through them. See them as just part of the journey on the way to completing a shot. That's when you get that nice, smooth, effortless looking shot that we're looking for. And I just I get so excited about stuff like this. Probably way more excited than than I should, but it carries over. It's like it's like the first time I talked to Rob. It's like I, I had like all these ideas in my head, but at the same time I was like, oh, I I don't even know if I can coach. Right? But but there's there's some type of insane fake high that comes from understanding or or learning or figuring out a new way to do something like it's just you know that that quote by Carl Sagan hey another quote alert quote alert uh another quote by Carl Sagan he was like he said that um understanding is a form of ecstasy right like there's just nothing to me there's there's almost nothing better than it and it's why I'm just always going to constantly just keep trying to learn, keep trying to figure out ways to teach things, try to gain a deeper understanding. And then it all comes down to, okay, gain that big understanding, get as much information as you can possible, and now find a way to redistribute it to people in the simplest way possible. But the only way that you can go to the simple, right, the only way that you can get back to that simple is that you really have to know your stuff in and out, in and out. You have to know the, the, the nitty gritty of it all. Einstein said, make things as simple as possible, but not simpler. So like that's that's what we gotta do. And we only get there by continuing to learn, by continuing to push through things that we think we may have figured out, but keep challenging it. And and, and I I I think that I had somebody somebody commented on um so Giannis what a transition! We, Giannis, Giannis changed his free throw, how, his starting position. He started to bring the ball now into the body. Unfortunately, his his whole body still moving first. But there's a piece there, right? There's a piece. And somebody said, seven years in the league, and this guy still this guy's still learning how to shoot. And I saw that, and I said, I responded to him, and I said, the greatest humans that ever walked this earth never stopped learning whether it's learning how to shoot whether you you can't continue to excel if you ever think you have it all figured out ray allen didn't have it all figured out steph curry doesn't have it all figured out that's just it's 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 backwards to think that way oh this person's been in the league that long and he can't he can't shoot man can't believe he's still doing no he's he's learning and we all learn it at different paces and Watching, watching him, watching somebody with a with a work ethic like that, it's only a matter of time before he figures it out. And this is this could be the first domino in that happening. In that book, uh, the one thing he talks about the domino effect on how one domino has the ability to knock down a domino twice its size. Right. So if you keep building and building and building, eventually you're gonna knock over. You can knock over a, build, a domino that's the size of the Empire State Building as long as you're just going up by half, 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 half. Right? Or you double you double each domino and then it has the ability to gain that momentum. So like to me I see I see that with what Giannis did, and I'm like, oh, he's on the path now. Like he this guy's gonna figure it out. And then but you know, some people are gonna come back, this is terrible. Look how he's moving it. No, 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 you're not seeing the big picture. Just because you implement one thing doesn't mean it's done. Doesn't mean that all of a sudden everything's figured out, but it's a step in the right direction, right? You know what I mean? It's like it's like when that person tells you, um it's like it's like when it's like when you decide, Hey man, I'm gonna hit the gym. I'm gonna start hit the gym and I'm gonna start losing all this weight and you went to the gym for a week straight and you're pumped about it, right? You're like, man, you're looking at the mirror like, yo, I got some gains going here. I've been in the going to the gym for the week. I'm feeling really good, right? And then you see somebody else and you tell them, like, Oh yeah, I've been going to the gym They're like, Oh, how long have you been going? Oh, I've been going a week and then they come back to you with, Oh, that doesn't mean anything. Going to the gym doesn't mean it for a week doesn't mean anything. Go for Go for a year and then and then come back and talk to me. No, man. What what's good what good is that conversation going to do for that person? No, celebrate the fact that they made that first step and even went a day. But like coming back to them and saying, coming back to them and, and saying, oh, that's that's look a week. No, nah, man. It has, you you wait wait till it's a year. Oh, it's a week. You're not gonna see. You're not, you're not seeing progress. Well, you don't know what chain reaction a conversation like that is gonna set off, right? So. It's just one of the, it's, seeing, seeing Giannis take that first step for me, I was, I was like pumped about it. I was so excited. I have nothing to do with it. I was so excited to see it because in my mind, I can start to see where he's going to get to. And he's, he has the ability to be the best player ever. Like, think about that. That's, cr- that's crazy. And I don't think he will stop until he gets there. That's the crazier part. So I saw that and I was just like, man. This is, this is this is gonna be scary. Might not be right away, but it w- it will be eventually for sure. It will be eventually for sure. And that that guy is, that guy's a different breed too. So it's gonna be, it's gonna be absolutely crazy. Um, all right. So I I feel like I I kind of went kind of went off of my high horse there a little bit, and I don't know I don't know how I'm gonna transition the the rest of this, but I mean. I also I also wanted to talk about I I put this on my story but I could possibly go into a little bit more depth here. Twitter. Twitter is insane. Twitter is so crazy. First of all, this is the first thing we need to address with Twitter. Ready? If you tweet something, and then at the end of it you say that's it, that's the tweet, you should have your account revoked, because hey, we we know. <laughs> We know it's, we, oh, we're on, we're on Twitter, I know that's the tweet, and I know that's it, and that should be it in regard to your ability to tweet. So stop doing it, say what you gotta say, but don't say that's it, that's the tweet, why? Because somebody did it once, and you think it's witty? Let's not, let's, let's just leave that alone. I, that's out of the way, that's out of the way, we don't need to talk about that anymore. Second thing we need to talk about is, there is an overwhelming amount of coaches on that Twitter platform who love talking about how kids don't work or how kids lack character or how kids told them that they're holding out for a division one offer and because they are well they just we just we just decided to take away our interest guys girls why why are you doing that what First of all if a kid ever says to you hey i'm I'm looking to see if I have some other interest from in D- division one that's his right to do so he's 17 years old he grew up with a dream of wanting to play division one basketball maybe that's not going to work out I say this because I was that kid I wanted I wanted to play division one so bad man so bad I ended up playing division two it was awesome right and things happen that way but you have to understand where you're at in the pecking order right you're not you're not Tom Izzo right because if you were wouldn't be tweeting so like this this idea of blasting kids for uh, saying they don't work hard or they don't have good work,'t they, 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 they have bad character, and it's just not it's not true, and I say it's not true because I have interactions with literally hundreds of kids a week, and I see how hard they work and how, and how much they want to improve like I, I like I, I have these moments. Where I understand that I'm doing this thing virtually, but I'm working with kids all over the world, and I have these moments. Like I have this one kid in Italy right now, and I w- I've wanted to like post things of what he's doing because it's it's insane where where he's working out, what he's doing, and he's like, I would rather just not. Like he's like, I'm a, I'm a I, I'd rather just put in the work. I, I he's a, he's a, it's a it's a very different mindset, right? But if you would see him working out, he's out there working in the rain he's shoveling the court in snow it's freezing cold outside and he's trying to get his shot right and i can almost like with the sounds and the video i can feel like i'm there and it's like this crazy feeling of uh of a connection that i'm starting like i have with these kids and it's like i can't help but think that the majority of kids want to get better I'm telling you, kids are in freezing cold weather. They're in the snow. Uh, they're always asking questions. I have, some of the, I have some kids ask some of the best questions I've ever been asked. Because they're just trying to get a deeper understanding of what it is they're doing. I have kids asking for books and then going out and getting books. They're, getting, they're, they're buying books. Like, you know how, you know how cool that is? I I I it'd be hard pressed for you to find tons of coaches that are doing that. How many coaches are continuing to improve their mindset, their way of thinking, their ability to learn? How often do we hear of coaches just being stuck in their way of doing something and not getting out of it? Right? And I I I that's why it, it just it is so counterproductive to me to be putting that Energy into the world out there, saying that these kids don't want to work. When I'm telling you right now, I'm seeing the complete opposite. I'm seeing, I'm seeing nothing but incredible, incredible work ethic. And I, I wish more people could see it. But it's, it's it kind of goes in line with like we, 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 we go, we go way too far one way in, in regard to, um, you know, the bad that's happening, and we don't focus enough on the good. And I, that's kind of how, that's kind of how I wanted to leave it today. So, I hope you guys enjoyed this this episode of the podcast. Um, more to come. Uh, we're gonna have some guests on here soon. My, first, my my next guest that I'm gonna bring on here is going to be Dorian Lee. Uh, if you don't know who Dorian Lee, it's at Bball One Hundred and One. I think it's EPD. I don't know. I might get, I might have that end part wrong. Uh, but Dorian's been training a really, really, really long time. Um, he's out there in the uh, somewhere, somewhere in somewhere in Georgia. I don't know where that guy is. He's 106 years old, which is insane that he's still training at the, at that age. Um but I'm going to I'm going I'm going to have him on here. He's he's a really really interesting guy. Um and we we share very similar perspectives on things, although we probably go about it way differently. But he he has been instrumental in helping me uh as not not just a trainer but as 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 a person and um you know, little conversations that we've had here and there, whether it be on the phone or through text. Um it's just always good to get perspective from somebody who's been doing it a really long time and who who, in my opinion, does it the right way. And you can tell that this guy does things the right way because of the the commitment from his players and the love that his players show him and it's just, I I think it will be a really, really cool podcast. Plus we have we have a very similar sense of humor. I'm obviously way better looking than him. Um you know, but that's I mean, that's going to be the case 10 out of 10 times with anybody that I ever bring on this show uh, show. Um, but, you know, that's who that's what we're going to do. My next guest will be uh, will be Dorian. Uh, if you guys have any ideas for who you would want to see on the show, I'll reach out to anybody, man. We'll, we'll try to make it happen. We'll try to make this thing happen and we can talk to we can talk to anybody. So if you have any ideas, shoot me a message, um and, and then we'll try to make it happen. So I, I appreciate you guys. Thank you all for the for the continued support. Uh the keep shooting subscription is continuing to grow and it is absolutely incredible um the 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 strides that we're making with players all over the world. I just I can't I can't be more, more proud of more proud of it. And uh, and more proud of everybody inside of it, just just continuing to work so uh with that being said, I hope all is well. Enjoy the holidays. maybe I'll have a podcast before the uh before before christmas, but um poss- prob- probably not who knows if I feel motivated, we'll do it, but until then, keep shooting.